2: Harbaugh now heads to Los Angeles Chargers. He wins everywhere. He
3: wins, period. Justin Herbert, he's a crown jewel. Well, you guys better enjoy this. Quick snap. Herbert to throw. Has a man. Touchdown. The fans
4: Uh, loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move. And throws. And
5: touchdown. We're going to be known as the world champions. We're We're going to do it or die trying. Don't let the powder blues fool
2: you. Who's got it better than that.
4: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wool Dog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin Duggan.
2: Whoa, where am I? This is crazy, it's man. It's like I'm in so Kyle, dude. Yeah. Let's, let's not forget yeah. Kyle the coach, Duggan. Whoa. <laughs> Hi. Hey, it's too Hi. much for me. Sorry.
4: <laughs> That's right, folks. Check this out. We're in our new this is the start of season six. For the Charger Chat podcast, and so when that happens, we said, you know what?
3: Gotta freshen this
6: up. You gotta
4: freshen this bad. shit up. We've been doing this for five years. Time get for a the, new look. Get out our of good- the
6: in- industrial like, park that we were in. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're let's, right into the light. Let's
4: spruce the place up a little bit. Let's plant some trees, for crying out loud. Yeah, a little yeah. spring cleaning. Uh, and we reached out to our boy, Jeremy Searcy, who knocked it out of the park this yeah. looks so nice super talented i love all of this this is such a cool look and yeah. everything blends like weird there's no right? yeah it's all one big thing you, you killed it jeremy thank you so thanks, much bro. and thanks man for those of you that uh enjoyed that new intro which by the way thank you kev for putting that all together uh mm-hmm. you might have recognized your own voice if you're a part of the patreon because we did a little movie magic and took everybody's nobody and put it there at the end during our last uh zoom hangout with the special 10 so guess what now you're 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 a part of the Charger chat podcast every episode you're in it let's go every episode love that uh well folks obviously got a huge episode lined up for you there's so much to talk about uh, and we've got a Ask Bolt fam, and Ask Bolt fam, a Ask Bolt fam. What is this? English for third graders? No. and Ask Bolt fam lined up for you. But uh, let's waste no time. Let's start off at the top here. Hang on one second. I'm a little parched. Got <laughs> to get warmed up for this. Got to load go. up my glass here. Whoa. Oh, Rivers, Rivers Lake, Lake Yacht, Yacht Club. Club. Yeah. That's nice. weird. It's, it's, green <laughs> it's, green. Green, so it's green screen. It's green screen in a way. But uh yeah, I've got this nice We Are the Storm Ooh. shirt. Care of the Rivers Lake Yacht Club. You guys sent me a nice little birthday gift, and I greatly appreciate it. Love this shirt. The We Are the Storm and it's got
3: Sick. Got I'm the a Rivers little Lake Yacht jealous. Club. I also the the have a logo on the side didn't receive anything rad.
4: So weird. Well, maybe season six will be better for you. Maybe,
3: maybe look it up for season
4: <laughs> six for me. Uh well, thank you guys so much over at the Rivers Lake Yacht Club. Definitely that go check awesome. them out. Uh that's I'm talking about the Snappies. Senior over there, Senior Senor and so Senorita, Senor. Senorita Snappy. Thank you guys so much. I'll be sipping from my <laughs> mm, my beverage. Oh, it tastes so much better coming from there. Um, all right, folks. Well, Super Bowl happened.
3: That's pretty much all you got to say about that. I mean, what else do you
4: want to say? This is it. Was was, keep getting away with
3: it. It's crazy because, like, that last drive, it was like all the games we ever play against them. Patrick Mahomes just scrambles and then he always has somebody open when he needs somebody open. And I just, and it was, I felt I'm not a 49ers fan, but I was like, oh got like punched right in the dick i just yeah, felt you i just know, felt that you know how I exactly what they're
6: feeling you know what that feels yeah. like yeah,
4: yeah. and uh, and that's the thing we know what it feels like and as we were watching i'm like i gotta find a way dude yeah 100 like, percent. no matter I,
6: how much they were down in the first half i was like it th- it doesn't matter it, it doesn't just doesn't matter, matter. They're going to be right in it at the end, and Mahomes will probably find a way to make it happen. The only way to beat them in the Super Bowl is to beat them by 30, like the Buccaneers (laughs) did. Yeah, dominant. If if they stick around at all, they're going to come back. Because that's
4: that's the thing. Like, defensively, like, they kept them to three going into the half, like only a field goal. It was like, okay, maybe, maybe, but then. Okay. uh, Yeah, Yeah, it was.
3: That was a weird one. And the fact that the 49ers players didn't realize how the overtime worked. I didn't either. I didn't realize there was new overtime special teams. Yeah, but you weren't playing in the game. Right. But, like, but, the thought yeah. that they should have probably had a meeting about that. Figure well, because
4: it's out. an interesting strategy. It's an interesting talking point. You want where, the like, ball second. You yeah. want the ball second because you, know you at least know what you're playing for. At yeah. that well, point.
6: And if they score... You go for it on every fourth down. Exactly. Not even, it's, it's not even a question. It's not a thought. You now play call for fourth down mm-hmm. for four plays. Whereas if you get the ball first, you're like, oh, shoot. Like, we got to get some points or else they just need a field goal to win. It's right. college football. You right. go to the whole college football, like, um idea of, like, this is the strategy is I want the ball second. I don't want it first. Right. Go get a field goal. Cool. Now, or if you, if you don't score at all, all it is a field goal to win and it's mm-hmm. game over. So... Yeah, it's definitely that was Shanahan was not paying attention to what was going on there, which is that's not a good look.
4: Um yeah, and I mean, what else can you say about like, halftime performance? Was cool. I love yeah, that. I sure that was, was like dope. going back to high school. <laughs> Dude, it's nice. Yeah.
6: It's nice getting old enough to where it's like the halftime shows are catered for me now.
4: Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like oh, back Luda, <laughs> <laughs> Luda's there. Look at him.
2: Oh, oh Luda. <laughs> <God. it's, is laughs> little John,
7: Little John's yeah. 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 around. I think that. I ground. think Little John was the best part. <laughs> that was honestly, yeah.
4: He was that, so fun. that was fun what? that's what kevin then, said guys, he was like little well, john better be there I he bet, like, when I, yeah know, i was man. like he
3: better be at this halftime show
6: have yeah. you seen uh um the comparisons of um ben stiller when he was in dodgeball Dodge like the oh, purple yeah. and shoulder pads it Same one outfit, stuff oh god
3: that's a tough look
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's tough oh man I wish we were watching the Nickelodeon broadcast.
3: (laughs) I think I said this last year, same time. The greatest thing about the Super Bowl is that season's over now, and we're starting all over at zero. Everyone's a fresh start, and uh, it's going to be good. And all this dynasty talk for the Chiefs, like, good on you. It's going to make it better to beat them. It's going (laughs) to make it sweeter. It's going to be, yeah.
4: So, yeah. Finger looking good. Um, Let's see. In the lead-up to the Super Bowl, there was a lot of media in Vegas. Uh, Chargers junior writer Omar Navarro talked with uh, people about the recent hire of Harbaugh and the expectations. These are a couple of tidbits from that. He talked to Tom Pellisaro about the excitement about the Chargers, and Tom said the Chargers now are not only the biggest story in the NFL, they're one of the biggest stories in all of sports. When you bring back Jim Harbaugh, who has had success everywhere. He's ever been from the University of San Diego, Stanford to the 49ers to Michigan, coming off of a national championship and now pairing him up with Justin Herbert. It's huge. Yeah, huge. Huge. It's big. It's a big
6: deal. It's fun being talked about during the Super Bowl. I know it's it'd be better if we were in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but it's nice to have so much buzz around your team that it you're still relevant, even though we haven't <laughs> yeah. played a meaningful football game in, like, six weeks.
2: Yeah.
4: True.
6: No, yeah. meaningful in, like, 12 weeks.
4: Yeah. yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, to be not just one of the biggest stories in the NFL, but to be the biggest stories in all of sports Yeah, on, on the on. day that the Super Bowl's happening. Tell me more. You're a good company. LA yeah. <worse>. Um, and then he also talked to Robert Mays from The Athletic, who said, it's incredible when you look at this coaching cycle. I feel like he was the guy that people were really after what he's done to build programs at the NFL level, at the college level, what he can do to just set the baseline of what the franchise should be. And it's exciting.
3: Yeah, we're going to get is. into it, all these coaching hires, but he is stacked up. Some oh, it's been rapid dudes. fire. Yeah, dude.
6: I'm excited and to talk about that. It's starting to feel a little bit more like he he like exhausted his like total total inner circle, and now he's going to like poach from
4: all over the place now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who's people- that guy I roomed with back in uh, 06? <laughs> <Yeah>. He <laughs> yeah, was a yeah. good guy. I liked. He him. <laughs> liked RVs, right? He's yeah. a big RV park he's guy. A big RV guy. <laughs> well,
3: and it's like people are coming here for opportunities. Like, there's one yeah. of them um, that's a lateral step, but it's a better opportunity so mm-hmm.
6: yeah and That's it's what what's cool thing. is it's not like a like last year i do feel like kellen moore came because he thought the opportunity to be a head coach was there these are these are desires to come to learn from the current head coach not oh i might get a chance to bump up
4: mm-hmm. sure big time and then uh let's see omar talked to uh, nfl defensive end chris long who said it's huge i'm super excited to watch jim again i played in the nfc west when he was in san francisco just an awesome coach. I think when you look at Justin Herbert, everybody wants to see him realize that potential, which I think he's already started to do, but you need good coaches and you need good systems. I think it's going to be awesome.
2: Fireworks. Fireworks.
4: Yeah, I I've, I've thought about it so much. Like Justin Herbert
6: is a great football player. Like he is, but if the difference when I look at Patrick Mahomes and I look at Justin Herbert is Pat doesn't have to be great. Like, he doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. So, the six, 17-week season, he can have off weeks. They still win. He stays healthy. I mean, the guy never gets hurt. It's just because of the system that they have, he does not get hurt. Mm -hmm. So, he's able to stay healthy through 17 weeks, get to the playoffs, and then turn that next switch justin's just surviving the nfl 17 weeks fighting for his life out there he he really is because there is no system we've never had a run game our offensive line has always been questionable outside of a couple of key pieces so it's Mm -hmm. like you don't have a system to go the long distance you've seen it in in the regular season that he's incredible he puts up stats he puts the team on his back on occasion but like what you saw in the super bowl there that's that's a result of eight, 19 weeks of being in a system. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. I am I'm, I'm done like talking crap. he's still annoying and I hate the way he walks and I hate the way he mm-hmm. talks, but he's an incredible <laughs> football player. Like he really is. He, although I don't think he made any incredible throws in that Super Bowl, he just made the right decision every time. Right. Like, he, he just made to. the right he made the right choice every single time. Right. So it's I think it's that's what I want to see Justin do. You know, I don't you can throw stats, like I know you have stats. Mm-hmm. You, you can throw harder. We saw just Josh, Josh Allen created the best quarterback in the NFL using different elements of quarterbacks. And he put mm-hmm. Justin's arm. Justin has the best arm in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's just like, can we have you in now in a system where you don't have to, like you can just do it when you need to right. at the end of the game, but all game long. Now you're rested. You're ready to rock and roll. You haven't been beat up all game. I think there's more to that than, than what we, what we think about. No, that's you know,
4: an excellent point.
3: It'll be different for Charger fans too cuz everyone's expecting the super high numbers from Justin and like him doing this shit. You know it's not maintainable. So right. the idea that Lamar Jackson
6: just won Lamar Jackson just won the MVP with like the 10th passing yards yeah. in the end of like he just he didn't break numbers he efficient. just won games. Yeah.
3: Incredibly efficient one games. Like that's what what we need from Justin. So mm-hmm. and then show up in the big moments at the big times when you exactly. when we need him the most. He did that yeah. in that that first year with uh Staley in that that uh, um the Raiders game at the end of the season he oh, stepped yeah. up and carried that team to almost well, beating them his second season
6: too against the Cleveland Browns and like yeah, several right. times it's not just been a one off thing like this last year was really tough for him yeah for whatever reason with those with the with the game on the line having the ball in your hand i think it was a lack of i don't know maybe preparation or it seemed like we didn't have any idea of really what the goal was at the end of the games. Like I remember it's against Tennessee last year, two years ago. Remember we got that deep ball to Mike down the sideline, kicked the game winning field goal. And like, it, he's done it. It's just right. For whatever reason, the system
4: is not there to support him doing it right now. Yeah. yeah.
3: Get a run game. We'll see what happens.
4: Yeah. That'll be a huge help. Um, and then, uh, Omar talked to Brian Baldinger on winning this year, who said, I think it can happen in one year. I don't think that there's a two year, three year plan. I think he knows that he has a talented quarterback. He's got talented players. I think he'll oversee the whole roster, the type of players that he wants, whether it's free agency trades, draft picks. I think this thing can turn around real quickly.
3: I do too, Mr. I do too. Dinger.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Dinger. Miss can I call you Dinger? Can I call you Mr. Dinger? <laughs>
3: I you He's know really a lot batting of batting out of the park right now with these uh comments. I appreciate Yeah. That.
4: Like fans can are, are obviously like we're homers so we want to be like yeah. ah yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're totally there, but this is a guy this is an unbiased opinion that knows what kind of talent is on this team and just getting the right coaches. And like you said, Kyle, just getting the right system in place where Justin Herbert doesn't have to carry this team on his back to the point that he injures both hands at some point during the season that like, this could be be really exciting and this team can go far real quickly.
3: Speaking of hands, a guy with a broken finger that goes out like that, that's got football credibility all over the place. So good work on that, Baldinger, and your crazy weird hand.
4: Does he have a weird hand?
3: Oh, yeah. His pinky goes out like that. Really? I think he goes out to the side. Yeah, he's an offensive lineman forever, and he broke his finger and never got it fixed. When you have a broken finger for 30 plus years, I trust your opinion. Wow. Mr. Dinger.
4: I did not know Mr. (laughs) Dinger. Um, And then lastly, he talked to Ian Rappaport, who said this is a good football team with a lot of good players. They got a great quarterbacks, got some really good skilled guys. To me, this is a team that could turn it around in one year, and I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I think the only problem with the Chargers is the expectations are going to be high. But like, okay, I don't think Jim Harbaugh cares at all. (laughs) Expectations are always high, no matter where he coaches. So I do think it's a really good fit.
6: When I does when an NFL team not have high expectations? I think every season, every team's like, yeah, you better go win. You know, that's why people get fired every year. Right. It's not like you enter a year like, uh yeah, it's okay if you only win four games. I I don't know. I guess
3: I guess you could say that about some organizations. Some but teams that are not competing or are setting themselves the up. The bar is low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime
6: you have a quarterback though, you should expect to win. And we've had one forever. Right. From Philip Rivers straight to Justin, like the tie rod year, I saw that as like a maybe that's like the one time where I was like, oh, okay, like I don't have huge expectations for right. what the season could be. Right. This is a transitional year; we'll mm-hmm. see how Justin develops. But yeah, I don't, I don't think that's new to the Chargers, and it's definitely not new to LA. If you're an LA team, you're gonna have high expectations. You can't just go out there
4: and show up. Mm-hmm. So all very exciting. Great uh, article there, Omar. Uh, thank you for talking to all those guys. It was uh, it's all extremely exciting news. Um, and then looking over at some of the new coaches, uh, this popped up and really caught our attention because we know who this person is. Uh, Mike Garofalo tweeting out, the Chargers are bringing back Shane Day as the quarterback coach on Jim Harbaugh's coaching staff. Sources say Day was with the Texans this season after serving as pass game coordinator and QB coach for Justin Herbert in 21 and 22. Herbert's a big fan.
3: fan. I think they asked him, you know, you've had three, four four different. No, he had three. So he had uh, Pep, he had Shane Day, and then he had Nussmeier, right?
0: Nussmeier, yeah.
3: He's like, all right, well, you've had three. You kind of get an idea of who suits you best. And all right, we'll bring you back. Let's ride. Yeah, but One year away, you're back
6: yeah but rehiring a guy like that's not a you could go through those three and he could be like yeah they were all all right and you could just go pick somebody new yeah mm-hmm. like he likes shane day enough personality to be like, yeah they messed up letting him go like bring him back mm-hmm. that's that's i don't know i think that's really cool that that justin like that's the only thing i could think that's the only way that that happened mm-hmm. there's no there he does the only there's no connection on the to harbaugh he's like the only person on the staff that doesn't have a connection to Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it had, like, there's no way that it wasn't Justin being like, please just bring back Shane.
4: Just yeah. Do back from my Hire game. whoever you want. Just give me Shane. Yeah. Let me have this. Pretty cool. So awesome to have you back there, Shane day. And then there was just a slew of other hirings that happened between last episode. and Now, Uh, they hire Chad Alexander, who is the new Chargers assistant GM, who was also the former Ravens director of player personnel.
3: I don't remember the Chargers had, last time the Chargers had an assistant general manager. Like that's, it seems like another payroll that they didn't want to pay or something. I don't know. It's just different how they're redesigning the hierarchy of, you know, you know, the top part of the, you know, decision makers at the the
4: franchise. Yeah, no, it feels like, I mean, we'll, we'll get through all the names here, but it feels like <laughs> this is a stupid analogy, but it feels like you've got like Nick Fury, who's like, I need the Avengers right now and I'm going to get everybody in here. I don't care if like if there isn't a title for this person, we'll make a title for this guy because he needs to be here. I right. trust this person and because he came from uh from the Raven, yeah, So obviously 20, there's a connection there with the Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, well, and with Joe Ortiz. Joe Ortiz. And definitely Ortiz, why Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. So um, he's like, I, I don't care. Make him assistant GM. Is that, yeah, good? Is it, that good with you, Joe? He's like, yeah, that's good. All right. It is funny
6: though, because Jim Harbaugh coming into this was like, oh, he wants all the control. He wants to make all the decisions. And now he has two GMs working with him. Yeah. You know, like they double down. Yeah, <laughs> Batman,
4: <laughs> Sir Robin,
3: it, it, and who's the other one? It, yeah. Um, who's the other one? Catwoman? Bat- yeah, okay. Sure.
4: Alfred the bunny. Yeah, well, Alfred there we go.
3: <laughs> Some other options. Um
6: Yeah, but, it's it it is it is interesting because I think that he just had a bad rap. Like remember his like critical reading thing? Like you have to be able to like read between the lines of what happened last time because everyone was calling him out for not working well with the
3: GM in San Francisco and that's why mm, he left and he's like gotcha, yeah.
6: yeah, yeah, I learned this thing called critical reading. You guys should. Should think about it sometime. Like I'm, I'm gonna have two truth.
3: GMs to not get along with now. Yeah. So I I'll, yeah, you think I don't get along with GMs? I'm getting two. Utah, <laughs>
6: give
2: me two. <laughs> give me two.
4: Yeah, no. It just feels like he's surrounding himself with the best possible people that he can right now. Short of you know those. That what are, does an
6: assistant GM do? You think? Like, say you're the assistant GM. You show up to work.
4: What do you do? I think. For an assistant GM, I mean, I don't know. I've never been a GM, so I'm going to say that it's probably. But you've been an assistant. Well, something. I I guess, yeah, sure. I'm going to say to the assistant. I'm going to say the GM probably. He's probably got a lot going on. (laughs) he has got a lot to do, and would probably be a lot better at his job if he could, you know, maybe hand off some of that responsibility. You know what I'm saying?
3: Sure.
4: So. That's what I'm going to say. It like feels GM. like a lot of cooks in the kitchen to me. Nah, he's just there to pick up, on. you know, like get his dry clean. I don't know.
3: <laughs> or it was like, we're landing on day one. Like we need to get up and running so goddamn fast. Like uh, let's maybe, get everybody yeah. here a, ready yeah. to go. Yeah, get yeah, All him hands in. on deck. Yeah. Get him ready. He's probably going to get a GM job here soon. So get him in here. And cause he was the player, per, you know, director of player personnel for the Ravens, So it was basically right. working with him in that sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had already so,
6: done so much like recruiting for the, the draft and sure. He already has so much information, so it's like a quick, easy, we need more people here. This is going to, which I don't know if that's a good thing, if he sees it that way. Joe's like, we got a lot of work to do. There's crap going everywhere. Uh, Shit flying all
2: over the
4: place. So let's go left a
6: bomb for us. Chad, I need need you. Bring (laughs) me Chad.
2: I need
4: Chad. (laughs) Bring me Chad. (laughs) Give me Chad. You talk. Give me Chad. Show me Chad. And then uh, let's see. We also hired uh, Corey Krawick. We'll go with that. We'll go. With that. Why is that W? I want to make it a V. Might be German. Don't Krawick. know. Krawick.
8: Krawiek.
4: Uh, oh. He's uh, the new Chargers director of player personnel and the former Ravens player personnel and analytics assistant.
3: Well, they had a lot of player. It seems like they had a lot of like multiple Dude. positions for the Ravens. Like how they were both, you know, player personnel guys. So um, him, Corey, and Chad, we're both player personnel guys. So just maybe a different methodology to it all and, like, bringing more people in. Mm -hmm. How's John Harbaugh feel right now? His whole whole (laughs) staff just
6: got ripped from from under him. The
3: draft playbook?
6: (laughs) Gone. They were all
3: happy to leave, too. (laughs) Yeah. What does that say? I don't (laughs) know. What does this mean? It's like picking you (laughs) over me or me over you. It's, like, weird.
4: Can you imagine if I left columbia and went to go work for kyle and the call that you would make
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> just right like, what are you doing you're taking my <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> <Take my> i'm <friend. laughs> have Stellan. i didn't say you could have everybody yeah you can't take them all
3: <laughs> suck
4: uh, so thanksgiving is
3: gonna be awkward as shit <laughs>
6: yeah next year yeah especially everybody? Like the charges <laughs> just absolutely murder right out of the gate. oh yeah the ravens are
4: struggling
2: yeah. Well, they so got that game.
4: It. If the Chargers end up beating yeah. the Ravens in that regular season
2: game, oh well, well, you not make that well yeah, the home you beat opener. me, you took my whole staff. Yeah, what did you think would happen? Yeah.
3: <laughs> how do you not t- how do you not make that the home opener? The Harbaugh bowl to start the season. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd I mean, yeah, dope.
2: there's
4: that that's the most dramatic game. <laughs> but playing the, the Chiefs
3: week one in
6: Kansas City off the Super Bowl and just smack that ass. <laughs>
4: that would be so good that would be sweet right. and then uh, the two names that we've been talking about that finally became official Greg Roman as the new offensive coordinator and Jesse Minter as the new Chargers defensive coordinator Uh, Roman was the former Ravens offensive coordinator and Minter was the former defensive coordinator at the University of Michigan so finally
6: two coordinators
4: done, locked, ready to go Uh, very exciting
6: i know there's been a little bit of division about the greg roman hire because he's a he's just an old school run the ball kind of guy
7: Mm
2: -hmm.
6: um and i guess people don't want that um which is okay if that's not that's not what you would call Mm -hmm. i just think that you want to win right like harbaugh harbaugh and him work together Mm -hmm. and they won a lot of football games like again like you said like this is not a one two this is not a three four year plan this is a who can I bring in that we're going to win right now? Mm-hmm. And those are the guys he hired to do that. I also saw a cool interview with Greg Roman last year during the off season. I can't remember what platform it was on or who it was with. Um, but he was talking about taking a year off of coaching because he had gone through the hiring cycle was done. Everyone was hired and he wasn't hired because mm. um, he took all last year off. And he said how excited he was. He's like, I'm, I'm a super creative guy and I'm excited to go and, like allow myself time to be creative with my playbook and mm. kind of test out some new things and learn from other people and expand my playbook a little bit. He's like in the NFL grind, when you're in season, there's no, you don't have time for that. You're you're so much focused on just exactly what you already have that you you can't, you don't have that Liberty to, to think outside of the box. So mm. he was like, I'm going to use that time to, to try to expand what I do. So I think there's, I think there's, he, he, if you come into the Chargers, you see Justin Herbert, and you don't adjust what you do a little bit, you're crazy, and you're not going to stay long. Right, you're not creative. But, <laughs> right, right. You're not. Yeah, yeah you're a liar. <laughs> you um, lied, Greg. <laughs> be, so I don't. People that are worried that we're going to throw the ball ten times a game, I think you can. I think you can let that go. Right. Um, I just think it'll. You you have to run the ball in football. There's just no way around it. There's yeah. just, you can't win. You can't win seventeen weeks and then into the playoffs if you can't run the ball. There's just
4: you can't do it. Right. We've seen yeah. it. Now. He's yep.
3: bringing us exactly what we need. Yeah. What um, we're missing, and then yeah. you can sprinkle some Justin Herbert on top of that and let right. him go off. Do we? Do I want Justin throwing fifty times a game? I don't think that's the way we're going to win. That's not going to keep him healthy by any by any right. stretch. So have him throw thirty times a game, run the ball, have an efficient run game. He's not hurt, and we're kicking ass.
4: Yeah. Perfect. I like that. I like the plan. <laughs> um, all right. And then uh, we also hired Steve Klinkscale as the new Chargers defensive backs coach, uh, former University of Michigan defensive back coach as well.
3: This is interesting. This one just happened. He was originally going to stay with Michigan because I believe that he thought he was going to get the defensive coordinator job at Michigan and Ooh. didn't get it. And Ooh. basically was like, all right, I'm out. I'm going. I'm going back with my guy. So this was this was big. This was
4: happened recently. So yeah. this is,
3: wasn't somebody we were expecting to get.
4: Love that. That's good. And then uh, this was also an interesting hire. Uh, Navarro Bowman, uh, former player.
3: Stud That's player. Freaky yeah. monster. Former
4: all-pro for the 49ers linebacker is now the Chargers linebackers coach. It's fun when you hire former players. They're not guaranteed to
6: be great coaches, right? But it's fun because we know them. You know, mm-hmm. like if he could just take some of that playing ability that he had, and that fire and passion, and if he was a good enough teacher to be able to translate that to the players, oh, mm-hmm. he's it's gonna what, get that's the
3: foot fired up for
6: sure. I, yeah, I that's, the, that's you that. the funnest hire I think of of all of these. Yeah, it's from the players' fun.
3: perspective, like you're getting a yeah. a dude that did yeah, it and was it. an all-pro. Yeah. And he's Mm -hmm. coming into your locker room. Like the respect level is going to be through the roof. And hopefully he's a good teacher. Because I think he was like an assistant at some college, like Maryland or something. I can't remember. I
6: think he was at Maryland. Um, I think he's right.
3: So I hope this goes well. And if we see some psycho play out of our linebackers, you'll know why. That'd be wild. Whoever our linebackers are. And we'll
4: find out. We know at least a couple. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, Chris O'Leary is the new Chargers safeties coach, former Notre Dame safeties coach. And I think there was a connection. What did he, what was it? I know I saw it in a tweet. Worked
6: in Baltimore five years ago.
4: Something like that, yeah. Ran into Harbaugh, told him he had a nice haircut, and he was like, call that Chris O'Leary guy. He's the same barber. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then Sanjay Lal is the new Chargers wide receiver coach, uh, former Seahawks passing game coordinator. I remember
3: seeing him on a a season of hard knocks with the Cowboys, and he was intense. So oh, really? um,
4: it's a, worth looking it up on YouTube, him on Hard Knocks. I'm, I'm intrigued. And then uh, Mike Elston is the new Chargers defensive line coach, former University of Michigan defensive line coach as well. So one more Michigan.
3: They're going to hit the ground running. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're, they're, the whole staff is basically coming over from Michigan.
6: Jesse like Minter crazy. has his whole staff from last year, basically. His yeah. DB coach, his D line coach. You went safeties. out and got a safeties coach that has the same barber. And then they have a linebacker coach that already is the hardball guy. So, right.
4: Yeah. It's I awesome. think that's that. That I think you just said it perfectly like hitting the ground running, like yeah. bringing people that you're familiar with. You're already on the same page. You right. already know what you're going to accomplish. You already know, and you've tasted success, especially for the guys that are coming from Michigan. You the just were at the big undefeated game.
3: Undefeated football yeah. team. Yeah. yeah, that's what I, that's just
6: what I kept saying about, about coach Staley is you can't have a staff because he was never a coach, like never a head coach. Mm-hmm. If you are never a head coach, you've never had assistants. So you, you can't hire these guys and they know what to expect. Right. You're like they don't, it's just, it's impossible. They're going to uproot their
3: families to follow you somewhere because they don't know what you're going to be all about. Well, Not yeah. Harbaugh. And
6: then, like we're talking about, you just, you can't, you can't hit the ground running right away. You don't know, you don't know the vibe. You don't know how he's going to react. You don't know right. what is it he can tell you what his expectations are, but until you're on the field in a game going through all that together, you don't, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, it's fun to have a head coach that has his guys and he's like, yeah, I don't care where they went to. I'm just going to go find them and bring them back. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? You yeah. want a job? <laughs> yeah. News. It's very much a new anchorman news team assemble. Yes. You know, they're coming.
4: Yeah. My Avengers analogy stands. Yeah. Um, all right. So all, a bunch of great hires, a bunch of great guys, very excited now for the next season. Um, and then just prior to prior to this Super Bowl game, they announced the Hall of Fame. Yep. And we all knew that Antonio Gates was a finalist. And he first was eligible. I wasn't even
3: thinking about this. No, this wasn't even on my radar.
4: No. I mean, we announced when he became a finalist. And we celebrated. And and we celebrated as if he was in because why wouldn't you? It's obvious why he would be. And and the news comes out that he is not, he's not going. He's not in on his first year. And
6: shame on you.
4: It's an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. Like, the the guy and and I I mean everybody at this point a lot of people have already pointed out all the reasons why the guy should be in the Hall of Fame but really just the best tight end to play the game and then there's been a lot of great tight ends I mean I've seen a lot of arguments of like who's better Gronkowski or Kelsey or Tony Gonzalez or whatever and it's just like and Antonio Gates gets left out of the conversation so much in a way that it's infuriating but. As a fan, you go like, well, I know what he's good at. And so does Sean Merriman, who tweeted out, Antonio Gates not being a first ballot and an abs- is an absolute embarrassment. They should be ashamed. His stats, he's an eight-time Pro Bowler that's fourth all-time, six-time All-Pro, third of all-time, Hall of Fame, all-2000s team. Uh, and then among other tight ends, he's got 116 touchdowns. Most out of any tight end in, in the, history the history of, of the, the game. ASL.
3: Yeah,
6: Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski—they can suck it because he's got. They have not
4: scored time. more
6: points, and he did it all for one team. Like you have to take that into account when you yeah. look at this Hall of Fame. Like when you when you have guys that change the game and loyalties to their team, like. This is just something that will never happen again. These guys don't
4: exist anymore. Right. The reason, part of the reason why Gronkowski and Kelsey are having the success that they are is because of what Antonio Gates did to the game. Yeah. Right. He's got 11, almost 12,000 yards, which is third all time, almost a thousand receptions, third all time and fourth most played games out of any tight end. And you don't go, well, he's in. Of course. Yeah. Why, oh. why are we talking about this? It's just, it was so freaking shocking.
3: And like hearing all of his teammates come out and be like, this is travesty. This is insane. Like, you know, people are like, we need to know who's voting. There needs to be accountability for yeah. this. Yeah. This is silly. They who's voting and their... what did you vote for? Yeah, they and why. have to
6: defend their actions. Like, why right. did, why, like, let's have a, press, a post-game press conference post vote <laughs> press conference. Yeah. Why was Antonio Gates not accepted into the Hall of Fame? Why yeah. Andre give Johnson give me one
3: single reason. Who doesn't have nearly the stats that he does as a wide receiver, right. right? Is in over Antonio Gates. It doesn't make any sense.
4: Yeah. And that's I'm not I'm not I don't know. I can't speak for everybody. I'm not trying to take away from the people that did get in. Not the at Hall all. Fame. Right. No. They're uh, in the Hall of Fame they're all for nominated. a very they're all good, good there for reason. A reason. Yeah. But you have to I mean, I say you have to, and obviously you don't because it didn't happen, but you've got to put this guy in the Hall of Fame yeah. first time just because of what he did to the game, what he's accomplished. And the like you said, Kyle, he played for one team. The guy was an undrafted free agent. He
6: was a basketball player coming. Like,
4: yeah. Everything you about basketball? the story. Yeah,
6: basketball. i heard that. Yeah, I Yeah, Kent State. But it's just like it, everything about it. Is like an incredible story of overcoming and like resiliency and sticking it out and being like I don't know like there's nothing of there's nothing there's nothing that keeps him from being a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make any sense. It's it's honestly they they feel really stupid. They should Mm -hmm. feel really stupid for letting
4: not letting him in. And they should. And really, the worst I say the worst and the best thing about all of this. The worst thing was hearing his response to it going like he was sad it hurt him because and that's not it hurt him because he's got an ego it hurt him because even he knows what he did to this game and he knows that like everybody's everybody around me is telling me i should be a first ballot hall of fame so like in his mind i'm sure he's like yeah i should be there and but the the thing that i guess that made it better was the follow-up to that going like i'm not going to let this affect me you know i know who what i mean to the fans i know what i mean to the organization i know what i mean to the game and it's just a shame really that's at the end of the day that's all it is it's just a shame (laughs) and the people that vote really should give some kind of an explanation (laughs) as to why you don't put this guy in or and and honestly like i don't know i i might be off my rocker here but like why limit it to the guys that you limited it to why not add well, another the, spot? I'm sure it's some old written rule that like you only let in five or six people a, a season or whatever it is.
3: Well, I will go against that and say like they might be letting too many people into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I think I, so. I'm not kidding. It's like not not, as it's special. not that impressive
6: anymore. Yeah. No,
4: yeah,
3: like you I got think, six, eight guys every year. Like th- this really is a guy that, that you put in, no matter how many people are. He's number one in that group of people that were nominated.
4: Yeah,
6: yeah. So. Just but getting, it's funny. almost getting to the point where getting into your team's Hall of Fame, like he was inducted into the the Ring right. of Honor, it's way with more the Chargers important. is more important. Like we're the ones that know you. Like we, the Hall of Fame is biased. They only look at certain stuff. Obviously, right. they're they're not looking at everything. So right. they weren't. No with one's you wearing eighty five again for
3: the Chargers. I'll tell you that. Much.
6: We see you, Antonio, and we yeah. you're a Hall of Famer to us, dude. Hundred percent, no question. No doubt about it.
4: First ballot hall of famer. Yeah. Well, you can be a first ballot hall of famer over at our Patreon.
2: Patreon.com <laughs> slash we have a charger new tier. $100
4: tier. <laughs> tier. First ballot hall, first ballot tier. hall of famer. <laughs> uh, patreon.com slash charger chat. Check out all the fun, silly videos we got going on over there and hangouts and just a great time at patreon.com slash charger chat. We won't say no to you. No, we'll let you in. You can come. <laughs> and let you in. Yeah, first time. First time you try to get in, you're in. You're in. Um, <laughs> but if you don't want to go to patreoncom chat, that's totally fine. It's fine. You can go on over to our regular <laughs> website, chargerchat.com. Okay. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there: t-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chateteers in the members section and ask questions and ask about fam. com all right. Well, folks, it's time to go on to the next segment. I, I I swear I scrolled through the outline going, okay, I guess we're not doing one this week, but apparently there is one. It's another fan focus.
3: Oh shit, yeah.
4: It's coming in hot.
3: Let's go. All right, guys. We are back with another fan focus, and we're super excited to have Luis from San Diego. What is going on, my friend? I'm nice. I'm pretty good. Awesome. Excited. We're, we're, yeah. we're so so excited to have you. It's like we were just talking about this before we got on. The season's officially started. Super Bowl's over. That sucked yep. how it went down, but it's over. <laughs> We're starting a new season. So there's excitement. But before we get into like all that, what you know, what is how did you become a Charger fan?
8: Um, I don't it's there was never a moment that it was like I was with one team and I became a Chargers fan, or I had no one and I became a Chargers fan. I just I grew up on it. Um I remember we used to go to an uncle's house. He had like a, I like to call it a caveman because it sounds, sounds cool, you know. But when he walked in, he had a copy of the San Diego Tribune of the, it was, yeah, it was from the newspaper of 1994 when the Chargers won the AFC Let's championship. Go. And he had it framed up. And I mean, it, it, it was, it was great. And I always, I, I walked by it. And I saw it and I was like, huh, I wonder, I wonder who these guys are. Like I was, I was little, I had no idea what the sport was. I had no idea, had no idea what football was, you know? And we went there for big games, for Super Bowls, for playoff games, for fights. Um, and as I grew up uh, around San Diego, my, my, my dad took me to football games and, um, I just grew up in and the sport it grew up on me I, I started playing it and I started watching more and more football. I started to understand it more and as I understood it more, I learned more about the players and I mean it just grew on me it it, it was just the the colors the I, when I went to the games the it was electric um the fan base was amazing. I mean even to this day it, it doesn't compare to anything else.
3: Yeah that's awesome. Yeah same here dude. It just grows on you dude. It's contagious. Um yep. and, and it's it's you know being a fan for as long as you have, we've been through the ups and downs. It always it hasn't been perfect, but it exactly. seems like things are getting rolling in the right direction exactly. right now with Hardball yeah. coming in. So tell us a little bit about your excitement level for this new coach. Um what's going to happen to this t- this roster who knows at this point, but tell us a little bit about your excitement level. Yeah, I mean I've never been
8: this excited for a hire. Um, I mean, this it, it's 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 crazy. I, I like how he's changing everything up. It's last year we said we cleaned the house. Uh, this is a clean house. yeah, I mean, it's it's he's turning everything around. he he's he's getting he, I like how he's keeping it close and intimate, like he's going all the way back to his roots. and I mean, it should be great. It should be a great. It should be a great sideline. Not only the 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 team, the players in in the field, but also that sideline. It's it's gonna be amazing. We we're about to do it's some like, great
3: things out there. Oh, for sure. And like the like little things, like Navarro Bowman, like his old line stud yeah. linebacker coming in to be our mm-hmm. linebacker coach. Like he just it seems like he's gonna have a really awesome staff. So oh yeah. Um, Excitement level is insane. And speaking of that, you know, we talked a little bit on text on on Insta, and you mm-hmm. recently became a season ticket um, yep. holder. So tell us a little yep. bit about that process. I'm sure a lot of people are considering it right now. I mean, hey, if you're considering it, if you're on that, if you're waiting for a signal, visit. I mean,
8: I there's no words to try to convince you. Just do it. Um, I, I I was waiting for this moment for. I mean, forever. Since I have memory, like I said, I grew up on it. Since I have memory, I've been a Chargers fan. And unfortunately, this, it, it never came to the occasion. And now it did. Now it did. I bought it with, I bought them with my friend. And we are, we are excited. There's, every time there's like pop-ups on in Instagram or so social media and it's like, oh, the, the Harbaugh Bowl, you know, Ravens versus Chargers. And, and, I, and I'm like, it, it would be great to go. And then I'm
3: like, Oh, wait, we are going. It's, <laughs> pinch it, it's yourself a little excited. bit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and that, that's the move with the tickets, dude. I went in on it with my brother when we did ours because mm-hmm. I don't live in California right now. So it's like going in on it with the buddy is like the move. And then you're like, yeah, I, I, you know, that's that's super fun, man. Um, So, so tell us, you know, it, this is going to be a really exciting year. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to what is like the one thing out of all of these different scenarios that you're looking forward to the most? I got to say the change, the change that this
8: is bringing us. Um, uh, Patrick Mahomes yesterday, he did say it's the starting of a dynasty. I don't think it's happening on the chiefs side. That that start of a dynasty is totally on the other side of the division. It's it that's with us. Um we it's we're about to change this team is about to change and I mean hopefully it's it's for way
3: for the better I mean it's it's going to be great I I'm excited yeah dude it's going to be awesome that that's all good stuff for fuel for for the coach to show the team like oh wait they're going to mm-hmm. have a dynasty what do you know I I love that I love the fuel um and then let's go out go out on this you know what is your you know being a fan for as long as you have what's your biggest you know, most important moment of being a Charger fan.
8: I, I would, I, I think I'm gonna go with a game, with a game that I went to at Qualcomm Stadium. Yeah, back in, it was 20, 2014. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was 2014. It was the season after the Seahawks had won the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, the Chargers were hosting the Seahawks. And for that season, and I mean, I, by then I already, I I already knew like all the rules. I I already, I I knew about the the teams and everything. And I mean, I was still, I mean, I was a kid. I mean, you're hoping for the best then, but I was terrified. I mean, I was like, we're going against the champions. This is going to be rough. It'll be tough to beat, but. Hopefully we can make it. And throughout the whole game I I, I remember the chance, the San Diego Superchargers chance all the way towards the end. The the fan base again so electric. And I remember we came out with the wind that that time. And I think that's that's the moment that I said this is the team that I will go for, ride or die and no matter the ups no matter the downs i'm gonna be right here and this is this is
3: it that's awesome man i, I believe antonio gates went off in that game i remember he yes, had like, he one, did. like a one-handed circus catch i remember yes he like did yeah um well that, that's awesome man um so excited for the season really excited to meet you and, and chat with you and get to learn a little bit more about you and uh um, we really appreciate you, Luis, and hopefully we can run into you at a game. We've season tickets yeah, right now, hopefully, baby. Let's go. Hopefully, yeah. Thank you guys for inviting me. I'm, I'm, I'm
4: grateful for this. Thanks Absolutely. for the
3: opportunity. Oh, dude, our pleasure, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
4: Yeah. See you. Thank you. Well, that's a fantastic story. Uh, all around there, Luis. That that was really cool, and yeah, what a what a time to join the Chargers and just like. To be, to make them, to make the the statement that no matter what happens, up or down, no matter what, this is my team, ride or die. I just, I love that. I love that, you know, it's a mentality that I think a lot of fans can forget that if you're a fan of anything, you know, short of like somebody committing something heinous, you know, like if, (laughs) if the Chargers as a whole, Went out and murdered a whole basket of puppies or something like that. And I'd yeah, be like, yeah. I might have to reconsider, Consider, reconsider this,
3: support, uh,
6: <laughs>
2: this
3: guys, yeah. support. We don't but share the same values.
4: Yeah, no, we're not on the same page. But <laughs> as long as they're going out and trying and doing their best, and if they don't come away with a win, yeah, that sucks. But like, that doesn't mean I'm going to leave the fandom right. or anything like that. And same for him. I mean, he's been through all of this. And I love, I love a fan that does that. That's my kind of fan. You know, you can fan however you want to fan. I. That's my kind of fan. The person that, ah, shoot, didn't get it. Or, yes, we did get it. We won or something like that. And so for him to do that, for him to be a part of this team, regardless of what the outcome Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Well, and the, season,
3: the him getting a coming season ticket holder, that's what I'm talking about. He he hit us up. And he's like, yeah, apparently so cool. a lot of people are reaching out to, and they're on like a waiting list. And he's like, man, I don't know what to do. I'm a little stressed out. want to get tickets. And, and I was like, who's the person I can reach out to that could give me the right advice? So I hit up Karen. And Karen's like, Perfect. call Good this person. phone number. Perfect. Don't give up. And I sent it to him and it happened immediately. So... Um, we're looking out for each other. And that. interesting fact, I know where his seats are. He could definitely hock a loogie on us because he's right above Gross. us. He could pour some beers on us. He could do really don't. pretty much anything. And we can't do anything back. So don't do that, Luis. We love you.
4: Yeah, Luis. My fandom might change for you if you do that. So please don't. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Dude. Don't Our do that, values won't align if you do that. <laughs> yeah. um,
3: Not quite murdering puppies, but. It's but, close. Uh, it's close. yeah,
4: it's close. It's up there. <laughs> but. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with Kevin, telling that story. That was was all just fantastic. Really appreciate you. Um, All right, folks. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment, Ask Bolt Fam. Let's get into it now. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That what do you do. i wet my sense of excitement. Bulls
4: are hungry. Your thoughts are, like, totally appreciated. <laughs>
2: Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy.
4: That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bold Fam, and we start at the top with Leo, who asked the question, In a world where the Chargers were considered afterthoughts, where each game is a letdown, now comes the story of the summer. Chargers Reloaded, starring Jim Harbaugh, Justin Herbert, Joe Hortiz, Greg Roman, Jesse Minter, and Ryan Fickin, the ultimate team since the Tune Squad. Only one question comes to mind: Who's got it better than us? K, love you. Bye. No, no, nobody. No, no, nobody. 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 Line. <laughs> nobody nobody Bulldog. it's nobody okay let me take two nobody
2: <laughs>
3: but yeah it's uh, um, it's exciting with the we talked about it earlier like the coaching stats that's coming
4: in it's it's cool. extremely exciting and the one thing actually that we didn't talk about is the chargers setting up a deal with ryan ficken multi-year yeah. deal that a multi-year deal that was a question mark going into this like Okay, we get it. You're going to hire a new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. Please hang on to the special teams because that well, was so much fun last
6: year. <laughs> and it was his son who was his special teams coordinator right. in Michigan. So everyone yeah. was like, oh, for sure. He's going to keep bringing his son over, obviously.
4: But when he went to the Seahawks, Seahawks, yeah, it still was like, okay, well, maybe we'll keep Ryan Ficken, but maybe, yeah. maybe he knows a guy from the Ravens that, right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that did something for him. Back in high school, that he wants hey, to make somebody this somebody from that
6: thrift store from <laughs> exactly.
4: But uh, no, we held we held on to Ryan Fickens, so that's all great news. But yeah, ain't nobody got it better than us right now, Leo. Nobody. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Big Red Bolts fan, who asked the question. Ye old committee, for the hall did greatly fail. They should be committed and banned and thrown in jail, for clearly their snobberish antics are beyond thy pale, just as their spineless rhetoric and retorts are growing quite stale. The folks within those hallowed halls full of grates, with bronze busts of heads and etched in brass name plates, shall be wildly searching the bottoms of their crates. But alas, "'they'll not find not the dome of Sir Gates. "'Those fools should feel shame as they kick thine own asses "'and quickly go check if they do need new glasses, "'for only a fool who's as dense as molasses "'would think Hester and Johnson should be what this class is.' alas i digress as complaining is useless so a question i'll ask of our trio of muses what is thine favorite of the tailgating juices k love you bye ftr yo deuces man he gets better
3: every freaking time
4: (laughs) he does out of
3: control man
4: it's really quite it's a lot of fun and very well said. Yeah, on the uh, lack bullshit. of shades. Yeah,
3: big pile of bullshit.
4: Yeah, there it is. There it is. Class of two there 2000- thousand
3: twenty-four. Yeah, not as classy bullshit. as you put it. Just <laughs> bullshit. Uh,
4: but that's not the question. The question is favorite tailgating Jesus. Choice. But I'm beverage. Beverage choice.
3: Uh, in honor of. Uh, senior snappy in that awesome yeah, yacht mm. yeah the, the yacht tot is pretty amazing
4: um, yes is very good i do look forward it is to like that. an
6: exciting look i do look forward to it because it's never gonna have that any other time well it's right? a tasty
4: beverage it's it very, very tasty good. beverage yeah. yeah love that good call Honestly, <laughs> whatever somebody puts in my hand it's my new favorite. <laughs> when that's people start handing us shots and full cans of stuff, it's like, all right, it's yeah, my new favorite.
3: <laughs> I love when Adam like last time we were there, you're just like walking around holding all the excess stuff and we were, <laughs> you were like our wa-
4: it was pretty hilarious. I'm like taking pictures with people I've got full cans of beer in each hand <laughs> yeah. like I'm not drinking them, I'm just holding them. I'm just holding them. <laughs> But uh, thank you, Big Red Bolts fan, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Friar Bolt, who asked the question. Hey, fellas. Once again, another year and another Queefs Super Bowl. I wonder if this is how the AFC East felt during the Patriots one. (laughs) They have become the bug you just want to
2: (laughs) squish. Would you guys want the Chargers to open the season versus the Queefs? Personally, I'd rather wait considering we're establishing a new system, but gives Harbaugh and the Chargers to announce their presence in the league from the jump. What's your opinion? Here's to a new season and both the F up. Kill okay, of you, bye. <laughs>
3: no one requests the sexy baby enough i love no it's,
4: it's friar Definitely. bolt that's his voice uh, i love whenever it. whenever it pops up it's friar bolt that's Holy uh shit. asking for it and i love it um well we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier as far as like wanting that chargers against the chiefs in the home opener i think really the reason is you you don't know what the chargers are bringing Nope. And so, if there's any good, yeah, catch you, there's nothing guard. for them to look at. Yeah. There's no right. tape.
3: Well, I'd tape. rather take out an AFC West opponent first game. Yeah. Um, with the quick draw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> draw. <laughs> and it feels like the Chiefs get better as the year goes along. So, catch them early and get that first dub under his yeah. belt would be great.
4: Yeah. I'm all for it. So, I think we are all in agreement.
3: Feet. Anytime, any,
6: any squad, any place.
4: There you yeah. go. Yeah, whenever it happens, we it's it's gonna be great. But yeah, let's let's take him out early. Let's get that let's get that early AFC West lead, if you know what I'm saying. Mm, Friar Bolt. Never give it or back. go
3: beat beat up on your brother. One
4: of those two sounds great to me. Come on. Friar Bolt, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Ben Hackney Williams. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? Tonight, specifically, can we get to family trust companionship? FTC Co cool 49ers. Super Bowl 2024. Family
3: trust, companionship. I could get behind that. Yeah. That works.
4: I think there should be a shirt now that says family trust, respect, companionship. Something for the bees. Show me
3: brotherhood. There you go. Yep. Love it. (laughs) Pull it together. Love it.
4: Put it all on on one shirt. And then shut up and take my money. Yeah, I'd I'd buy that. But uh, yeah, it didn't quite go the way we wanted there, Ben. But uh, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Kevin E. Fisk Jr. who asked the question. Is it bad to be a Chargers fan and root for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl?
6: Could you come up with a scenario where
4: it's okay? I I need a reason. I know, I kind of need to know the (laughs) explanation. Like
3: a big money bet on them. Yeah, if yeah. that's a
4: reason, I'd be like, okay, I get it.
3: Yeah, you yeah. get a root for them if you want to root make it for money you're like, off of them.
6: You're like, hey, I want them to win so that next year when we beat them, it's just that much sweeter. Like, I just need some backstory. If you're just like, I kind of like these guys, I like the team. Unacceptable. Then, yeah, no, that's not
4: okay. Yeah,
3: Kyle yeah, I and I had a bet guys. going. We we bet. We've been betting a lot lately. And I'll, my initial thought was like, I'm gonna bet the Chiefs. And I I texted it and as soon as it came out of yeah, my text, felt wrong. I looked at it. I yeah. said, uh-uh, I'm going with no. the Niners, and I yeah. lost fifty bucks.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hundred. But yeah. Well Kevin that would was rather 50. part with fifty bucks than well, root, root for heart- the Chiefs.
3: <laughs> so Kevin had the winning bet,
6: switched it, and then yeah. He also had the the. And the why don't they kick for, the
3: ex, why don't they kick the extra point? <laughs> the line, the,
6: that, a line was forty seven and a half when we set our bet, and I picked the <laughs> under, and the game finished at forty seven points. Yeah, so I
2: won by half a point. Total <laughs> absolute
3: bullshit. I'm wow, usually man. on the winning side of that situation. Doesn't feel good, huh? Not this time.
6: Definitely not, not this
4: time. It was go big or go home. So we usually
3: bet five dollars
6: on basketball games, and that was a fifty. Bu- fifty. Bu- burger. <laughs> it's a fifty burger, and I yeah. came
3: out real
4: bad on that. Sorry, dude. A little it's a good overdone. Thing I whooped
3: up on you months <laughs> leading up to that, so now we're almost.
4: Yeah, even, but we're pretty but... much even well, <laughs> now. So yeah, we we need a good reason there, Kevin E. Fisk Jr. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. I'm fed up with the halftime show singers. <laughs> Dancing more than they sing. I understand putting on a show, but where's the singing? <laughs> Who's been your favorite halftime performance? Bolt up, Kayla, Bye.
3: I don't know. I kind of dug the usher energy. I like the dancing. <laughs> <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> I like the roller I skates and the, the dancing. dancing. Yeah, yeah. no, that was, was kind of
6: cool. It was cool. It was, the, it was the and Alicia Keys. To... Yeah. Alicia Keys came out there. It was so good. Like her singing, that was, piano was ass wild. The piano yeah. was sick. You see yeah. how they showed it? Looked like a ch- red challenge flag. Yeah. Oh, oh is like that what it was? Yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't even looked looked like. put that
4: together. I don't that's know if that's what they were going for, but it did look like a challenge flag. I can see the similarities. That's I'll interesting. I like that. Yeah. yeah wow. No, that that was fun. Um, Roller skates were great. Yeah. <laughs> that was not, sketchy even, though. not even rollerblades, <laughs>
3: uh, dude. Easily, that could have gone. Like, I love the difficulty of that because mm. I I played hockey and rollerbladed my whole life. To choreograph that shit, that's psycho. You are yeah. raising the level of difficulty so high, somebody could have fallen, and eaten shit so hard, and now well, ushers could only have. like they put the main guy on skates. <laughs> yeah, and he was wearing like a twelve pound jacket. You see that yeah. thing?
4: Oh yeah, it's insane. No, oh, it was, yeah, I uh, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, trying to think back of some of the old ones, I mean, Prince, Prince was awesome. Prince was cool. Yeah. Wait,
6: did you just say Prince? I did. We said it at the same time? We did. <laughs> Give me one of these. Give me one. Come on. Shoot it at me.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
4: Um, let's see. Yeah, Prince was awesome. Tom Petty. I love Tom Petty. I, I know a lot of yeah. people don't really... Like that show per se, but I think Tom Petty was an awesome one. Uh,
3: Michael Jackson, dude. Let's Michael go.
4: Jackson, of course, one of the greats. Well, I was what gonna about, say usher's what about cl- Janet
3: Jackson and JT? Slip. That was pretty dope. Always will it's remember
4: a Classic. That. Yep. It's a classic. A classic. I was a young man <laughs> and that opened my eyes. <laughs> uh I also like the Bruno Mars one. I thought Bruno Mars was oh, really yeah, entertaining. Was
3: cool. The weekend was confusing.
4: When he yeah, was that was one of the more confusing ones. Was was, was yeah, that, was happening that really. went the wrong way. Yeah. yeah i thought it was funny when they showed the teams walking out it looked like they just reused the same set piece from yeah. his performance that like light room walking around but uh
3: yeah the who was good i remember the who being good what was that 1972 like, no was par- was <laughs> it was recently like last, last 10 years was it yeah Hmm.
4: i don't remember that one but i'll take your word for it kevin so there you go, Gavin Gibson. A couple of favorites there. Let's <laughs> move on
2: now to Mr. Bolt, who asked the question. <laughs> son of a bitch. It's your, it's Under his breath. Chargers sure, 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 make the Super Bowl. Who would you want to play the halftime show?
4: All right, dealer's choice. Hmm. Kevin, you want the who? I want you. To Was it face. so good? They've that- never done it before. <laughs>
2: Not while I'm pouring, come on. <laughs> it's
3: not the night to pick on me. It's not the night. I'm in a bad mood. Not the night. Um, coming, um, Slipknot, because I'm in an angry, oh, God. My God. <laughs> mood. that would be
7: such an interesting That would be
4: one of the most divisive halftime shows, and I am here for it. Yeah, I would yeah. love that. <laughs> Um, Foo Fighters,
3: honestly, might be I was gonna to say, come fighters. on, Kevin, it would Foo have to be Foo Fighters. Foo well, I was so. saying, be like, oh, the Foo Fighters are a band. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna pull out of your ass if I gave you a genuine response. You say some, something stupid. Yeah, anyway, uh, could have done that.
4: Could have gone there. <laughs> Kevin, 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 Kevin.
3: <laughs> Get that out of my face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want those. I don't want those. Take them back. Take them all back. I gotta, I gotta get them. Yeah, them up. To you. Yeah.
2: Get them over. I don't want them. Uh, get them. I don't want them. Get them. Take my love. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't
4: work. Um, I can't think of. <laughs> all right, we're having way too much fun. <laughs> um, trying to think of who else I would like to see. I can't think of any good. Like live performances. Oh, gorillas might be pretty awesome. That'd be sick. That'd be a good show.
3: That'd be like the show outside the stadium before it starts, like the warm up (laughs) band out there.
4: Is that is that what it would be? I thought Kevin was gonna say Nickelback. Nickelback, Honestly, Nickelback would be a
3: dominant performance. Nickelback (laughs) and Creed together. where they like (laughs) side to side mashup? Creed and Nickelback singing
4: against each other.
2: I mean yes. back they battle back, at half to time. back. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't
3: I think Cree did have a halftime? Or was it just like a Cowboys game? I can't remember. They did have a halftime show where the guys were flying around on the I do
4: remember legs. that. Yes. Oh god. Yes. Can you take me out? <laughs> These like dudes flying around. <laughs> too All right. Well, there you go, Mr. Bolt. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolt Gang member. Who asked the question Keenan Allen has a problem disappearing for weeks at a time without scoring a TD in 2023 on two separate occasions Keenan went three straight weeks without scoring a TD in 22 three game streak no TDs and a four game streak no TDs and in 21 two separate occasions three weeks without scoring but He gets receptions and first downs. Why can't Keenan get into the end zone for weeks at a time, multiple times a year? All right, so Keenan Allen not scoring enough for Bull Gang members. Liking. (laughs) Liking. (laughs) Yeah, I think you can look at a couple
6: different things. I think the number one thing is he's the number one guy. Like when you have a target if the Mm. defensive coordinator is good, he's going to take away that number one with mike williams being out so much of the time and us never really having a true number three um i feel like when you have only one guy it's okay let's take out that one guy right um and that's what it's been for the last couple of years so um and, yeah i don't and, and like when you get down to the red zone you think of big guy like you think of you think of size right like big targets that's what we yeah. always try to do we try to get the ball to do to parham we try to get it to mike williams we Or we tried, Austin Eckler scored 20 touchdowns last year. So it's like Mm -hmm. we try to get the ball to the back. So um, I think it's a little bit of a victim of scheme. um, But also, when you're the number one guy, when you get down into those clutch spots, they're going to take away what you do, what you want to go to.
4: Sure. And I, and honestly, I mean, I think even some of the top wide receivers, they're not scoring every week. I think that's an unrealistic expectation. And for there to be weeks at a time that there's no touchdown, it's not an uncommon occurrence. I mean, I, I think I looked at like some of the top wide receiver, like touchdowns, and like there's some outliers like Devontae Adams getting like 18 touchdowns in a in a season, but like most of them are in like the tens to teens. And yeah. Keenan yeah. Allen's Keenan right Allen's there. never broken double digits. I will say that. He's had like eight, I think, has been his most in a season. But that's mm-hmm. still Every if week. you can score eight touchdowns and get the level of production that you get out of Keenan Allen and still yeah. go to the Pro Bowl, that's a solid dude. And yeah. you know that you can't take that away from him because that's just not his bread and butter. His bread and butter is getting receptions and first downs and getting the ball moving down the fields and setting them up for success to get those touchdowns. So he knows what he's good at.
3: Yeah, and Keenan he's coming Allen. back next year. Maybe he'll get ten. Listen, be more efficient with his time. Come Let's on, get in the
4: end zone please. <laughs> so there you go. Bolt gang member. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Anthony, Tony Francis, who asked the question. Omg! as much as it pains me to say watching Pat Mahomes last night was like watching a fine artist at work. If you take off your chargers biased hat, what percentage chance do you give the chargers to win the division next year and sweep the chiefs in the regular season?
3: So, we haven't done it since like 2009. Is that when it was last one to sweep the Chiefs? No, the last time we won the AFC West. Oh, oh. yeah. It was like, yeah, it was it's like, been a while. 2009. Yeah. So, like, you couldn't, if you want to take off your unbiased hat, I would have said like last year, like 10% chance we could do it because we just haven't done it in forever. Mm-hmm. I legit say there's a 50 50 shot we can do it this year.
4: Yeah. I, With I the think, hiring of the Jim Barbaugh. Yeah.
3: Absolutely there that we are. I think we're the most. We're, we're their biggest challenge coming up this year? I think that's mm-hmm. that's a fact. Um, so I think fifty. There's a fifty-fifty chance, and I think that's highest than it's ever been. Unbiased hat. Let me hold on. Let me put this on. Yeah, we're definitely winning the AFC West. One hundred percent.
4: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think I, think that's that's that, better, yeah. I like hat that hat better. I his his didn't like the other
3: nice. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Atlas Kevin was not. Cool. No, it doesn't feel right. Yeah,
4: no, 50 it, it, with all of the guys, all of the people talking about how this team can make it happen in one year, yeah, that includes winning the AFC West. That includes potentially sweeping the Chiefs. Yeah. So,
3: so how many wins do you think we need to win the AFC West? Like twelve wins. Twelve.
4: Twelve's like yeah. the number. Yeah.
3: I don't, I don't see why that's not a realistic expectation.
4: Exactly. I mean, really, it's just a question now of what the roster ends up being, because now we see what our coaching staff is. Yep. So what is the roster going to look like? That would be a determination. But as long as Justin Herbert's slinging the rock.
3: Question. Question. The way these coaches are coming in and the, everyone's like, I want to work with Harbaugh. What do you think that's going to mean for some of these free agents? Some of these running backs. Yeah, it could exactly. Some of go these the same guys way. that are maybe can do what they've been doing for like the Patriots in past years, where they're like take a team friendly deal to get on there and go win a champ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think we're in that realm of maybe getting some free agents we wouldn't normally get for an amount that works for our cap because of the situation. Yeah. And go look at those running backs that are coming up available right now. Like that could be impressive. That could be exciting.
4: Big time. Excellent point. So there you go. There's our Opinions, Mr. Anthony Tony Francis. Thank you for asking the question. There it is. We got him back. Uh let's move it on now to Andrew Ramsey, who asked the question.
7: Hello, Charger Chat neighbor. First of all, let me tell you, your new background and logo look as fresh as 16 meals from Hello Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> if I had more articles of clothing to remove post-Gym Boss hiring, I think that would have left me in the nude. Also, I've been naked for weeks. neighbor. <laughs> two questions for you guys. Number one, if Felipe El Capitan Rio says we are finishing 10 and 7, then we are finishing 10 and 7. Do you agree, neighbor? Number two, why do I think Shane Day is a mistake? I want nothing to do with any staff associated with the meltdown at Jacksonville. What is Justin thinking if that was his call? You need a little pep in your step. Not the darkest day of your career, Justin. Get your pep back into the chopper from NFL Network, and the both of you can advance your careers. He did work with Davis Mills after he left you. The both of you need each other like a good neighbor. K,
4: love you. Bye. Interesting take. Hmm. Interesting did you guys take. you
2: Phil
6: Rivers say we were finishing 10-7?
4: I yeah I don't know where that came from, if that. But if he did, then we then we are. I guess. I didn't hear that. I'm not gonna challenge Philip Rivers. I wouldn't challenge. I would just. I want to know why. <laughs> we <laughs> why. We need oh, twelve. We need twelve here, Phil. Yeah, did get you in. Ten and mm. you're in. Ten and you're in, but we want to. No one do better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the 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 Shane Day being a mistake. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think it, correct me if I'm wrong but I think that was the year that Justin Herbert had his most yardages with Shane Day
6: and also the issue in Jacksonville was couldn't run the ball it
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: wasn't on Shane Day yeah,
6: yeah. twenty. so
3: when did we have Shane Day was it 2021 or 2022 21 21 He's he two years now he 5,000 yards it was his best statistical year in terms of passing mm-hmm. um the most touchdowns I think is that wait is that right
4: yeah, because we had Steichen in the first. That was 20. Or was he? No, he was the offensive coordinator. Excuse me. Uh, we had Pep Hamilton in the first. That was 20. Yeah,
6: that was 20.
4: And then we had Shane Day, I think, for 21 for two and years? 22. Yeah. 21 and 22. Yeah. And yeah. then 23, we had Neusmeyer.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so he did some of his best work under him. So, and I think th- what you're concerned about is a product of the whole team, not a product of a quarterback <laughs> exactly. coach. Right, like right. whatever exactly. makes Justin gets him prepared if you feel like he, he gets the best preparation with him that's what you want that's what you need so yeah. you know let's not argue with justin even though we're it's a little bit kind of, of familiar assuming that's well, what he requested but right it's,
6: it's yeah fair i think i like having a little bit of familiarity for him in a very unknown coaching staff mm-hmm. like he's got someone that going to bat for him and he can talk to and that can relay info and that, that kind of stuff is just it's hard to do right away. I, I'm sure him and Jim Ball will do the whole shoulder pad slap and be buddies, but <laughs> it's nice to have that guy um mm-hmm. that you know has your back. And in a quarterback room that who knows what it's gonna look like. Yeah, you know, like Easton Stick probably is not back next year. So he doesn't have that guy in his quarterback room that's like his his buddy, like he's had with Chase Daniel. And so to have he's the guy got a he dug in though.
4: He does have a dug in. Until Some we hear other reliable, friendliest of people you
3: could probably meet.
4: <laughs> it's true. I didn't think about that.
2: Um, Give me that. Hearts. <laughs>
4: uh, so, yeah, I think it's going to be okay, Andrew. And I think, uh, especially if it was Herbert's call to make. If it was his call, whatever. Whenever Her- Herbert Her- wants, Herbert Her- gets... But thank you, Andrew, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Miguel J. Trujillo. Trujillo. Who asked the question? Can I join the podcast? Come on. Oh,
3: you want to be like right here in the mountains with us, in the mountaintops? The... <laughs> 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 you
6: yeah that miguel just back a l- here little
4: tiny <laughs> miguel yeah. just right there on the mountaintop
2: we can toss you on here uh, yeah he's, he's in like one of on the, the
4: windows of the buildings
2: <laughs> <Just>
4: <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
3: we could have you on for a fan focus my guy absolutely
4: miguel yeah for a fan focus just reach out Let's to go. kevin yeah if, or on, on twitter or something like that
3: would be kind of funny if one of us like had to go out for like a week. We just had some random person fill in. It could be entertaining.
4: We'll put you. We'll put
3: you on the list if you're we're on, on the, the list of
4: go tos. Our emergency case. calls, yeah. But yeah, we'd love to have you on Fan Focus for sure. Yeah, and uh, we're always looking for people to have on there. Okay. So definitely, absolutely, for sure, Miguel. Thank most you likely. for asking the question. Let's move it on likely. now. To uh, Seth Holman. So fresh. Who has the question. Why, Kevin? Why not me, huh? I know those other Ask Bolt fams are flashy <laughs> and hot trotting in off the streets. The cadear Kadir rolls off your tongue and Big Red has Shakespeare. <laughs> what do you want, Kevin? <laughs> what do you want? Is it because I brought Dicker Long and Good to the table? Why am I not? certified fresh
2: oh no you told me to come back and i did just for you to forget me all over again <laughs> oh, well, i'll tell God. you what he just did it again i am fresh <laughs> and certified i'm joining team kyle the coach Doug in 2024 thank you Hell very yes. much
4: <laughs> so anyways uh, say in a gladiator arena just kidding Can't love you bye and i still love all you guys just some good fun haha thanks for making this offseason one of my favorites guys i will (laughs) say
3: i will say i read ahead and i thought it was was fun (laughs) i read ahead it's a terrible it's the whole idea of that stupid ass thing started forever ago and i'm always wrong
6: that was your fault, dude. It yeah. doesn't mean I don't There's, love it's you any really, less. It's a lose-lose, because lose, the people that it you really call is. certified fresh don't know what that means. And the people that <laughs> they you accidentally call
3: certified fresh, they get their feelings <laughs> hurt. <laughs> and stop
2: doing it. Okay.
3: Is it done? Are we certified it, fresh now? It's a lose-lose. Lose. We're certified done.
4: All right. It's dealer's choice, buddy. <laughs> certified
3: done. I mean, Sorry, guys. It's over. Season six. It's six no I don't certified hurt any, I'm not hurting yeah. any more feelings. Season six, we're moving on. We're turning a new leaf.
4: Yeah. Do you want Kevin to keep saying certified fresh? Put it down in the comments. Let us know.
3: Not Seth. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I hurt his feelings again. Just
4: remember Seth, for God's sake. He's God. dead. He's been on like 12 it's times. Seth. I'm
3: like, <laughs> One single tear. Drags a cigarette. <laughs> hey,
4: welcome to the team. Yeah. Love you, Seth. Love you, Seth. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Marco Dalio, who asked the question. How do you guys feel about Austin Eckler potentially coming back? Do you feel he's the right guy for this regime? He's not coming back. He, that, they,
6: they're saying the things they got to say. It's kind, of course. There's no way.
3: <laughs> Look at the Ravens.
6: Look at Michigan. Do they have any Austin Eckler esque backs?
3: No. no. Yeah, it's a. Di- we're running a pl- completely different scheme, like I was saying. Like, yeah. And what what he's going to want money wise? It won't won't be worth. Yeah, what, we, we don't have that. Base back stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I, it, we saw, I don't know how hurt he was, but he just didn't look the same this year. Like the yeah. speed, the quickness, it was, just wasn't quite all there. And right. that's what happens. That's why these teams don't want to pay these guys because yeah. it falls off pretty quick as a running back. Because right. you're touching the ball a lot. You're getting beat up a lot. It's not your normal position, you know? So I i think you go for, if you're going to spend the money, go in a free agency. You can get another guy that fits the scheme better and mm-hmm. then draft, you know, one or two, You know, one in in the draft and then maybe a undrafted guy comes in and competes.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I wouldn't be if they if for some reason they did bring Austin Eckler back, I would not be upset. I'd be like, great. Love to have him.
6: Feels like a lot of money for a guy that I don't know if we need to go there with right cap status as
2: it is. Yeah,
4: the likelihood. No. Is he the right guy for the regime? Probably not. But if for some reason he did come back, love him. Yeah. Yeah, love to have him back. We'll see what happens there. Marco Dalio, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Zachary Shelton. Hi, Zach. Who asked the question. How much is the team going to invest in the secondary this offseason? I feel like only CBs were going to have that still under contract. Our Samuel and late round picks. At safety, we have James and Gilman. Do you think they go after any free agents? Draft both safety and... CB?
3: Or perhaps maybe some free agents come after us? I'm, come come, on, Burgundy. come on. They want to come to us, and that's yeah. like the other way around.
4: It'll be interesting, yeah, to see what they end up doing with that. If it, That's what's going to make this offseason so exciting. I mean, it's already exciting that we have Jim, and we've seen now the coaching hires, but now the excitement is, what is this team?
6: Isn't, what isn't is Aloha it be? a free agent? Is Alohi is a free is. agent. Yeah, yeah so, so
4: there's a, no guarantee. could potentially come back. back. Yeah, but it's not a guarantee that that we get Alohi back.
6: Yeah, I mean, you have you do have the young guys that I thought played pretty well with Dean Deanne, whatever mm-hmm. we called them, Mister Leonard, Mister um, Leonard, and Josh ja- Taylor played well too. Like those guys are developing. Right under what we didn't, we don't know what the coaching staff really was. So right. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I think there's going to be an overhaul. I, it sounds like there's changes coming. You you have to clear cap space. There's a lot of changes that are going to happen. So, um, cornerbacks, safeties, linebackers, D linemen, it's, mm-hmm. it's coming for
4: everybody. Right. Totally. It'll be interesting to see there, Zachary. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to the K man who asked the question. After listening to the Joe Ortiz presser, do you feel the Chargers are going to clean house or get a hold of the salary cap issue and get a more energetic and younger team assembled for the upcoming season? Thanks for answering my question. I love you all. Bye.
3: I think it was interesting because Joe Ortiz was interviewed by uh, Matt Money on the other podcast with Chris Harry. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's talking about he th- this situation never really comes up for GMs. You're usually stepping in to fix problems. He's like, I'm stepping in here. I got We have what we need. It's yeah. basically what he said. He's right. just going to make some subtle tweaks, make a few changes, and we'll be off off and running. So I don't think it's going to be a huge thing. Um, I think players that aren't under contract this year, I'd say 90% of them probably won't get re-upped, um, and then they'll bring in fresh fresh faces. And then maybe a trade. One, I think we'll have one blockbuster trade. That's like, oh shit, there goes Joey, or there goes one of the guys is going to get traded. Mm-hmm. Um, is my my guess?
4: Yeah, I mean, just with the salary cap, I, I yeah, it'll be interesting to see because right now it feels like it's all about trying to get as much draft capital as you can,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and whether that comes from trade, whether that comes from uh, going back in the draft or something like that, I feel like it, it is definitely going to be a younger team that we end up seeing, you know, whether that's from free agency, getting some young guys that didn't quite make their deal or I don't know. It'll be fun yeah. regardless. Yeah,
6: I don't think there's any way you don't attack the draft. Yeah. Um Try to, if you can move money, like if we can move one of those, those big contracts and get picked yeah. for it, and you can move back from five, which we don't need the fifth pick. Every even if you want Brock Bowers, every draft that I see, like eight. mock, he's he's down there at past ten. So right. it's like there's no need. Now I I do think that it's interesting how the the mock draft has significantly changed after the Joe Ortiz hire oh, yeah. actually went into effect. Um, but yeah, I think <clears throat> what was what was great. What a lot of people have picked on is. Dorothees' constant mention of compensatory picks. Like he's a, he seems to be obsessed with compensatory picks, like getting yeah. extra picks any way that he can. Um, so, yeah, I think you're going to, I think you're going to finally see movement in the draft of us trying to accumulate more in that second, third, fourth round kind of
3: zone. It's the most efficient way to bring in the guys that fit the system you want. You know, you can exactly. free agent your way as much as you can, but they're going to be expensive. Right. And granted, if you're doing a lot of that moving, you're going to have a couple first-round contracts to pay, so those aren't going to be cheap either. Right. So I'm going to be interested to see what they do in like the second through fourth round yeah. when, the, when the price tag is a little cheaper, but they can get a whole bunch of them. And those mm-hmm. are guys that that's exactly what the Ravens have done forever is be really good with that mid-range of the draft and get guys that outperform where they were drafted. And
4: that's exactly what we need this year. Perfect. There you go. K-Man, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to chance. Chance. Who asked the question?
7: What is each of your guys' best case scenario for the fifth overall peak? For me, I'd like to see a straight back somehow and pick
4: Brock Bowers. What you guys think? I like well, we that. kind of just answered yeah, that we <laughs> kind on of the last question. Uh yeah, being, seeing the, like Kyle said, seeing those mock drafts where Brock Bowers isn't going until way late. And we all want him. And Mm -hmm. there's even been talk about like that's the guy that Harbaugh's looking at right now is getting a guy like Bowers, or just getting Bowers, period. That's the best case scenario because you get more picks, you still get the guy you want. What else could you ask for? (laughs) Sign him up. So yeah, there's no argument there. And even if it's not, even if it's not Bowers, if you trade back and you're getting like a top lineman or something like that, like what whatever the the scheme or the plan is that's the best case scenario is trading back getting as many picks as you possibly can
3: well i don't want to go back too far i think you look at (laughs) the so basically whoa 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 whoa! (laughs) i don't i don't know all about that but i think let's not go crazy it's like it's But the
6: farther you go back
3: the more you're getting in competition yeah but it's not yeah but it's still you don't want to blow a premium pick when you plan to never really be up there again yeah, yeah, we can go back. You have your
6: franchise left tackle and your quarterback. Those are what you drafted.
3: Can I get a franchise right tackle and a franchise center <laughs> How at about five? Some more franchise? <laughs> a no, center, here,
6: you don't need. You don't. You get the best center in the draft at thirty-two.
3: Hear me out. Come here. Okay. Just, just, just pick up what I'm laying down, okay. oh, yeah. down. Yeah. no it's hard just I know. out keep me going for a it's just not making sense yeah so just look at the teams <laughs> that need a quarterback right yeah. I think the one that makes the most sense and five is a great spot because you're gonna get a top three quarterback there you're gonna get the third Maybe. quarterback off the board at five I think the Vikings make the most sense at 11 to trade up with us and 11's good for me. Cause I think that's where we can still land Brock Bowers. You could probably still get a right tackle if that's where you want to go. And then you get the ability to stack up the second and third round, which is where you can address whatever you need, cornerback center. You can address all the the improvements. And I think you have to look at it in terms of like who's under contract right now versus who's there's no, there's a hole. Like right now there's a hole at center. Mm -hmm. will clap is not the answer at center. We do it as much as I don't want to say it. We have a right tackle under contract right now. So like who who do we really need to look at is the positions that we don't and a, a, they're bringing in all these coaches that are apparently the best coaches in the country. So maybe they can make the guys we have on the, on contracts better. But you need to fill the holes. You need to fill the center hole, you need to fill the, you know, cornerback, like those are and tight end, like those are the ones you need to look at first in my opinion. mm
4: mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, there's a lot of best case scenarios there for you, Chance. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Austin, who asked the question. Who is a major target that's not a first rounder? And would you be interested in trading Mac if it gives us a first round pick? All right. So there's a two-parter, a major target that is not a first rounder. And trading Mac if it gives us a first round pick. Let's start with the easy one. Trading Mac if it gets you a first round yes. pick, hundred percent. don't you're not getting yes. a first
3: round pick from him though. There's but no point. If, but if do, it did,
4: yeah, if of course. It did, Question. Of course. Because yes. <laughs> yes. that's like we just like flipped a house there. We traded him yeah. for a third round pick and then we get <laughs> it for a first round pick. Yeah, and we get we got to watch him for a couple of years too. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's an easy answer. Um, okay,
6: let's keep keep working down the ladder. If it's a second round pick.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> probably I'd say yes. I'd say yeah. I'd say probably
6: yes. yeah. You still get that giant contract off the
3: books, and you right. get. But so then I don't let me still starter. big this question. Yeah, Joey round. Bosa. Who do you feel more comfortable not having on the team right now? Joey Bosa or Cleo Mac? They're kind of even. They're even for you. Yeah. Even though Cleo, they both the have their freaking both freaking pros
4: season? and cons. Yeah.
3: Like I don't. I don't see that many cons from Cleo Mac. I see a few cons with Joey Bosa. Yeah. Like, what what are what are what are max no,
6: no no i'm not saying that i'm not saying that i i, I guess i guess yeah i would rather have khalil mac i just think that i don't know khalil's just in my head it's like an easy like yeah he's getting old mm-hmm. like he's an older guy right so it feels like you're, you're gonna start to deteriorate here got it right but either one i think that joey is an incredible football player sure uh, who's to say next year he's not healthy the whole season we don't like yeah i know it sucks that he's been hurt a lot but if he could have a whole season healthy,
3: he's awesome. But no. has he ever done that?
6: Yeah, not a lot, but he's done it.
3: <laughs> I don't know if yeah. he's had a whole a season where he's played every game. All right, Quil Mac played every up. game this year.
4: I think it was when the Who played back in two thousand ten. We already figured that
3: out. Yeah, um, two thousand ten. That was it. No, yeah, remember that.
4: Joe no, but I'm I'm open to Saint trades. Thomas for,
3: Aquinas, all games. Played.
4: I I think. The only one that I would say not to touch is Keenan Allen. Everybody else it, make me an offer and I'm and I would consider it kind of thing. Yeah. That that's that would be my place. Well,
3: and it's easy this year because we're like we have so much newness. Like well, go ahead, whatever you want to do if you can get a stud, you know, edge rusher in the first two rounds that you think will be great for us, go, let's do it.
6: Yeah. Sure. So, jokes on you. He did play 16 games in 3 seasons. Which seasons? <laughs> 2017, 2019, 2021. In That's which funny. he had 10 and a half sacks, 12 and a half sacks, and 10 and a half sacks. How many sacks did Cleo Mack have this year? It, it, we had six in one game. against <laughs> <laughs> a shithole Raiders. Sounds raters.
3: like a good player to me. <laughs> oh my no, God. you so say, annoying. I'm I'm when with,
6: did <laughs> I say that he's not a good player? I know, I'm You're kidding. You're so just annoying. I'm just, I'm just, a hard time. You're Calm wrong. Down. Say I was wrong. Say <laughs> I was wrong. No, I'm just <laughs> say I no no say I was wrong. I was
3: wrong about that. Say, thank you. It wasn't genuine. <laughs> I know it wasn't, but you still said it. We're gonna clip it. It, it feels hurts. like he hasn't played a full We're, season. I'm adding, the the I'm adding it to the soundboard. <laughs> I'm um, adding <laughs> it to the soundboard. Kevin admitted wrong.
4: but as far as a major target that's not a first rounder, I feel like that hole that you mentioned, Kevin, center. Center, yeah. Looking at somebody like Zach Frazier or Cedric Van Praan. I two Jackson guys.
3: Powers Johnson from
4: Oregon. I think sure. that's my
3: target. Like, I, I think round. any of those. Where is guys, he mocked to go? Is he a second, second rounder? Second, third round. I but he's the number one center, center off the board. Yeah, yeah. So the beginning of the second round, that would be ours. So oh, uh, yeah, but, we have the fifth pick there.
4: Yeah, so that would be that. That would be a huge target. I would. I would think is just filling that position, regardless of who the player is. Any of those guys. I mean, those are all guys that I've seen, and I've been like, yeah, give me that. I'll take that all day.
6: Mm, sure. Yeah. Give me that guy.
4: <laughs> Give me a side of that. <laughs> so there you go. Austin, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daryl 21, who asked the question.
2: Guys, oh, major thank
4: you to my peeps over there oh, for the well wishes on the loss of my buddy. And major props to the new intro and digs. Flipping love it. Hoo-ha. Oh, now. This week isn't so much a question as just
2: an observation. Being Super Bowl Sunday and hoping my kick-ass sizzler's lunch stays down during the game, having to watch the Queefs play again. Oh, I had a thought. With all the moves Harbaugh is making,
4: it feels a little like coaching is loading up his guns a la Clint f***ing Eastwood. Oh, walking into the AFC West, ready for a showdown, and read... Peyton and Pierce are just standing there like, ah, shit. The amount of moves we're making are unreal and so dang exciting. We get Shane Day back and pick up Navarro Bowman. Damn! (laughs) On last week's question, I forgot the term identity. Thanks to Kyle, the coach, for the safe. I have a feeling that every division game coming up, Eastwood's whistling theme will start running through my head. See you Tuesday, guys. Okay, love you. Bye. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that it. After seeing all of these coaching hires, he's stacking the deck. Yeah. He's getting the best of the best. He knows it, what the success looks like. He's tasted that victory mm-hmm. and he knows how to get back.
3: Speaking of tasting, Sizzler. When was the last
4: time you ate at the Sizzler? <laughs>
3: a while I, 2010 I was I, 2010 i was watching the, the halftime show <laughs> yeah it was a great meal
4: <laughs> <Woo. Hey. laughs> yeah i've only been there i think a handful of times <laughs> and it's been fine yeah Carol, if that's your restaurant of choice i'm not knocking it it's just yeah. it's been a while sizzler it's yeah. a great name
6: good name <laughs> it is. <laughs> honestly, it is it's, it's very great it's like, name. it should be better than it is I think with such a good name
4: yeah. <laughs> so awesome thank you Daryl for reminding us about the clint eastwood the whistling tune it's gonna happen uh and we go out of ask bolt fam with a faircadeir
2: faircadeir
4: who oh you're back
6: yeah, he, he's nice to me now.
2: Judge it, chat, my boys! I love you with my heart. Time for the first best charge of podcast with locked on charges, baby. Wall dog, my baby. I love you, Kevin, my best friend, baby. Kyle, the coach. I still love you, my baby. Can't wait to see you butt in the home opener. I have a surprise for you. LOL. Oh, shit. oh no! <laughs> no go first. The Antonio Gates was. Bullshit robbery. I swear, pathetic. I'm sad. But he will be in next year for sure. Now to my question, my boys, baby. Which is better story to write? Coach Harbaugh going back to the place where he lost the Super Bowl, New Orleans, in redemption, or Herbie playing in his first Super Bowl? Make your pick, please, baby. I'm taking the coach. Oh, I'm talking the coach. Excuse me. Let's go. I love you, the AFC charges on the ass in 2024. Bolt the f- up, baby.
3: <laughs> he's got something for you at Thunder Alley, dude. I oh, can't I'm wait. <laughs> I'm gonna have my head on
4: a swivel. <laughs> just bring one of your kids, put him on your shoulder. You'll be fine. Seems reasonable. Operation Human Shield. Yeah, yeah. the kids. I'm just gonna walk.
6: I need guy, uh, three or four guys around me. I'm gonna walk in the middle. <laughs> eyes peeled for a fear,
3: and then we'll
4: just we all got track. fingers on our ears looking around
3: we'll just keep track of where we are in the in the space like a
2: fear there! air we'll just yeah, always know where up. each other are yeah, for yeah. safety yeah
4: um all right so the question what is the better story it's got
6: it to be Harbaugh. Horrible going i didn't even realize that the super bowl this yeah cuz that was when the lights went out in the in yeah. the that was that was before Wait, what was what's this? What was the stadium? Is that still the same Uh, one? Yeah, same stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was when the lights went out. And
3: I do remember that was in New Orleans. Yeah, that's a good (laughs) storyline. Yeah. 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 Dude, (laughs) taking us to the Super Bowl in you know first season 30 years later. Yeah. Like, that's insane.
4: With your old team at the old place.
3: Yeah. Like Justin's first playoff win would be great. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that that
4: itself would be a great that'd be story. awesome. that's a good awesome. story yeah yeah.
3: but the fact that he could come here and do it in the first season would be yeah. so insanely epic
4: yeah. yeah there's a lot more history with Harbaugh than there is with Herbert and we love Herbert don't get that twisted but no. for that kind of a story to come from Coach yeah. Harbaugh that's that's beautiful that, that's Ooh. a that's a movie waiting beautiful. to happen basically <laughs> so there you go Athir thank you buddy for asking oh, the Atheer. question tied
3: yeah. with tied with locked on what is this shit there come on now
4: baby that's good company to be in
3: i know it's great company i love those guys but it like guys <laughs> what do <laughs> we do? What, do what do we say what do we do to deserve this disrespect
4: whoa <laughs> we're whoa. in a hall of fame baby <laughs> yeah, yeah tied
6: i don't like ties don't, are like i don't I want get, dude you don't want to be on a bad side thought, thought no. bad. <laughs> Believe me, you don't want to. He's been there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Coach, Do you love the lockdown, guys. Though?
6: Question just, question yeah. for Kev next week, Atheer, Come
4: yeah. at him. Come at him. Guns blazing. No, yeah. don't let don't Kyle like yeah, yeah, off yeah. the hook. Wah, wah, yeah. wah, wah. <laughs>
2: All
4: right, Athir, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions in this Askable fam. Uh, this has been a fun episode. We've had our new background, our new graphics, and everything. And it's a new season, season six for the Charger Chat, dude.
3: Did you guys think we would do a season
4: six? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. I would, if I, <laughs> I don't know if I would have signed up <laughs> if I, I, I knew there was a season six. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd have known this from the beginning, I would have. If I'd
2: have known contract. how much time this would have
4: taken from my life, <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, no, I wouldn't have had this awesome rivers lake yacht club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's friendship. what 6 years gets you kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shirt and a glass. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh any final thoughts there, gentlemen? Not no, I'm, just
6: I'm glad the Super Bowl's season. over. Yeah. yeah.
4: Glad it's over. Glad cool. it's done it's with. Done. Yeah. So
3: we'll know stuff in the next month what's going on, right?
4: Yeah, I think month, uh the March all this
3: shit's gonna get going to get March is though. when the March. trade
6: yeah. starts happening. God, it's Remember we were in Vegas when we got Cleo? right
4: yeah we'll be there again
3: hopefully that'll happen then
4: we'll we'll see what happens but that's going to do it for us here at charger chat folks don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad any place okay love you bye okay love you bye okay love you bye mine doesn't work (laughs) my heart's broken (laughs) (laughs) and now a word from our sponsors Hey Johnny boy, why the long face? Did you break your plates again? Sounds like you need to take a trip to Antonio Gates' first rate plate estate for all your plating needs. There's no debate these great plates are perfect for blind dates with inmates even for cut rate cheapskates. We don't exaggerate or underestimate when we estimate you to appreciate and infatuate with these plates. We've got dinner plates, hot plates, steel plates, tin plates, silver plates, gold plates, armor plates, breast plates, home plates, name plates, collection plates, license plates, and more. Celebrate with your primate roommate while you acclimate and celebrate with Antonio Gates. First rate plates. Gyrate your way straight up state and anticipate no wait, and we mitigate the tax rate with a cut rate rebate. Open late for the due date with your teammate at the tailgate. We operate off Interstate 8, where we await to congregate with you. Antonio Gates, first rate plate estate. Visit us straight away.